0: Yo yo yo, thought warriors. What is up? High learn is on. It is Ivan Lathan Jr.
1: And it's me, Rachel Lynn Lindsay.
0: Do you have sunglasses on inside? I don't really consider these
1: sunglasses because they're see through. What does that mean? I mean, I see you A with regular, no shade.
0: Our are regular. Can't sun you room. see
1: my eyeballs?
0: Yeah, but is that necessarily? Are those prescription glasses to help you read? You're not. So the ethos of the question.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, I wear these indoors all the time because they're light.
0: Do you understand? Uh, well, you, of course you do. So, so I guess right. the question would be, if the glasses aren't for making you see better <laughs> and they have a little tint on them,
1: Fine, yes. It's there's sunglasses indoor. Sun- there's sunglasses. Look,
0: here's th- do that. Let me ask you this: Do those glasses block out the sun?
1: Slightly.
0: W- see what
1: I'm saying? There's a slight
0: tint. Like, why, why, why do we have to not be honest about it?
1: But I just it, sure. There's sunglasses.
0: So what? So what? So for today, because remember when I first debuted the pinky ring?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and you never were, forget. And you were like, "What's the thing with the pinky ring?" And I was like, "Hey, I explained the pinky ring and what it meant." Okay. What's the thing with the sunglasses indoors?
1: Honestly, I walked in with them on. Mm-hmm. And then I really wasn't even thinking about it because, again, like I see so clearly. Right. So then you pointed it out, and I kind of started the podcast, and I felt like I should just commit.
0: Here's the thing it looks good.
1: I just was like, I'm just going to commit.
0: You look like Janet Jackson slash Jada Pinkett Smith on vacation. 1996? I feel
1: like with this, I'm kind of giving Cousin Faith from Soul Food.
0: Oh, that's not a great one. You I know, but the, but the but
1: uh, Yeah,
0: that's... The, dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun. That's one of the most dun.
0: despicable characters <laughs> in movie history. And she had absolutely fuck no... Fuck the family. Fuck the, the family. The family fucked my husband. <laughs>
1: I let the family in The family fucked my husband.
0: <laughs> Cousin Faith is one of the rare characters that has zero redeeming qualities. Like they didn't finish cousin cousin faith's story. She just came in to fuck shit up and then she left. There was nowhere to go.
1: But that's what cousin faith does.
0: Wait, was she was she at the end when they were all a family together? Uh uh-uh. uh After it, big mama
1: left us, no. yeah.
0: Well, big mama was already dead when cousin. No, she wasn't. No, I think big she was Ma- in the
1: hospital. She was
0: in the hospital. Big mama died. But at the end, wasn't there a a a, a birth?
1: I don't know if there was a birth, but there was definitely a Sunday dinner.
0: There was a Sunday dinner. And Cousin Faith wasn't there, and the ex-husband wasn't there either. Michael Beach, Michael he, Beach. he always
1: plays a shady character.
0: No, don't say he's shady now. Because <laughs> when <laughs> I tried to point out the thing about Waiting to Exhale, you guys were like, the guys on Waiting to Exhale weren't bad. And he was the- He was
1: the worst. He was the
0: quintessential <laughs> was fuck a, nigga. It's
1: a whole song around him.
0: Michael Beach, Michael Beach is a great actor.
1: Very good.
0: Great actor. You ever see a movie called uh, One False Move?
1: Why do you do this? You Why saw waiting to
0: exhale. I'm yeah. telling tell you guys one thing right now. Go see a movie called One False Move. That's with one Michael Beach, move. Billy Bob Thornton, hmm. and Cinda Williams. Cinda Williams uh was in um she had a great career, but she was in Mobetta Blues okay. opposite Denzel Washington. Oh. Remember, it was two ladies that Denzel was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. One was uh Joali, the other was Cinder Williams in that movie. I barely remember. That movie. I think I remember. that I think that Billy Bob Thornton was dating Cinder Williams at the time. Oh, Little Billy Bob gets it. Um, well, how was your weekend? What'd you do? What did I do
1: this weekend? Ooh, I went golfing. Sweet for the first time ever. Ever have you ever been golfing?
0: I golf all the time. Do you? Yeah. For Are sure. you good? I'm okay. It's hard. It's a hard. I uh, actually
1: was better. I mean, for never having played ever in life, I've seen other you golf. than top.
0: Oh no, I actually haven't seen no. you because you didn't come to my birthday.
1: Because long. I was out of town. It's okay, I'm I not... wanted to be there. Oh, she
0: was married to Billy Bob Thorne, by the way. They, oh, together. Okay. they were together and married. Go ahead.
1: Um, other than like Top Golf, and that doesn't really count because I'm more so socializing and putt putt. I have never been on the green. I have never. I've gone to an event, but I've never played. And I was actually took to it. Yeah, for a first timer. Now did yeah. it always go straight? No, but I actually could hit it. I was great off the tee.
0: There's a black ladies golf movement that's happening. I'm not ready for
1: that. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say there was a club.
0: No, there's like a black (laughs) ladies golf movement that's happening. I see a lot of the black ladies over on the Instagram and they're golfing. Oh, yeah. There's uh, TikToks
1: on it about how to get a man. They
0: Wait, what? Y'all trying to get a man from some golf? I'm
1: not saying that that's what every lady's doing, but there is a whole TikTok trend about like, you know, I'm looking for a man. I'm just going to put on my golf outfit and go out here. And I will say, the men do flock to. I was with a group of ladies and the men do flock to you. Oh, what are y'all doing? Oh, let me show you this trick that happens if you hit the ball off this rock and how it, yeah, it's like a whole hit thing. Hit the
0: ball off of a it rock. Was the,
1: we were in Laguna. Oh. The ranch at the Laguna. The ranch
0: at Laguna. So they were trying to show you guys. And so that's the level that it's gotten to, to where the women are. Doing the damsel in distress they golf gotta get situation. Create, they got
1: to get creative out here. Nah, man. They got to get creative. You can't just say, it's not just apps, church, the club, friends, however. You know, you got to get creative. One girlfriend was telling me she just goes to the golf store. That's sad. <laughs> it's just, the men were like, oh, let me help you with this. Let me help. You. Listen, the times are hard out here. People want to find love where they can, Van. Don't judge them.
0: Yeah, but they find it. And it's really, they don't know what to do. The some of the sex has proved something to me.
1: What well, did
0: prove? We got a lot of work to do.
1: Well, that's true. Obviously
0: on both sides.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to deny that.
0: Speaking of relationships and stuff, I watched the show. I watched Survival of the Thickest Kalika and I watched Survival of the Thickest yesterday.
1: I've heard it's great. I haven't had a chance to it's watch it. It's not yet. great.
0: It's fantastic. I like that. I like Michelle. It's really. Really good, man. Michelle, Tone Bell, Garcelle Beauvais, Tasha Smith. All right. So really, really, really great show. So excited to watch it. You'll like it because she ends up in, I don't want to say it, but there's a guy named Luca.
1: Well, he doesn't sound black. Is that what you're going to say? He's I like?
0: Italian. <laughs> So I, you're going to see. I
1: like. Apparently, I like all things interracial. First
0: of all, he don't even look white like that. I don't know what's going on with Luca, but oh, see
1: if I we, can he
0: find. don't even look white like that. I mean, he looks like a Southern Italian, like one of those ones that back in the day would have got kicked in their ass. Get over there, nigger. Like, like kind of like a situation like that, like in Pulp, not Pulp Fiction, oh, okay. in I True Romance. Do you remember, have you ever heard the monologue from True Romance? No. So. In True Romance, there is a monologue that Dennis Hopper gives to Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken is is one scene. He's only in one scene. He's a mob guy. that's looking for Christian Slater's son. Okay. Um, excuse me, for Dennis Hopper's son, who's played by Christian Slater. Okay, he's looking for him. And he gets there, and Dennis Hopper's there. He's a cop, and he starts telling them how Sicilians are descended. From black people. Of course, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, so he says niggers. He says, uh, you know, Sicilians are descendant, and he says it over it's a it's a really Is that
1: true they're descendant from black people? Well, it
0: he what he talks about is the fact that the Moors conquered Sicily, Sicily. Mm-hmm. And when the Moors conquered Sicily, uh, Sicily. When the, the Moors conquered Sicily, and uh, La Cosa comes from Sicily. So when the Moors conquered Sicily, the Moors were fantastic warriors and brought uh, Islam to a lot of different places. The Moors conquered Sicily. They interbreeded with a lot of people, and they might have changed the phenotypic traits of the southern Italians. And if you go to a lot of places in Italy, in that part of the world, you'll still see um, statues devoted to Islam, you'll still see statues, things, yeah. mosques that were built when the Moors had conquered a place, you know, different places like Venice and all of that stuff, you'll see that. And so Luca could be, if he's a Southern Italian, could be, could be, could be like not a Dr. Umar violation. Maybe it goes back further enough Well, in that type of situation.
1: If you watch the show from scratch, and I'm sure there are other places, but this is just what's top of mind. Talks about how Northern Italians look down at Sicilians. They look down mm-hmm. at
0: them because they're lighter skinned. Mm-hmm. Like wherever you go, the darker skinned people catch hell. Like mm-hmm. if you're in Asia, darker mm-hmm. skinned people catch hell. And those
1: actors that you named from that movie, True Romance,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which one of them do you think is a big Bachelor fan?
0: Uh, I would say Christopher Walken. No. Who?
1: Christian Slater.
0: He loves The Bachelor? You know him?
1: I popped up on a junket one day, and he goes, oh, my God, Rachel. And I was like, oh, they told him my name. And he's like, love the season of The Bachelor. And I said, oh, my God, Christian Slater.
0: Wow. Mr. Fucking Robot himself. Look at you. When you think about Christian Slater, what movie do you think about?
1: I don't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just don't give a fuck. Look at you. Like you're like, I don't I know. I know
1: who he is. Like but... interview
0: with the vampire, gleaming the cube. What did
1: I interview him for? You ever seen Gleaming
0: the Cube? You ever seen a, The Legend of Billy Jean? Doe?
1: Wait, no, what did I interview him huh? for? It was
0: a show. What have you seen, nigga? What
1: did he do?
0: What, what movies have you watched? It
1: wasn't a movie that I saw him. Nigga, in. you ever it see Hard show. Rain, nigga? I haven't even heard of it.
0: What what movies of Christians? Sly- it wasn't what a movie no that I had them for. Sly. It was
1: a it was. ever seen pump up the volume. It was a doctor show. It was a doctor movie. Never seen pump up the volume. And you know I've never heard
0: of these. Hold on. These you
1: ever I'm seen like, Heather's? No, but I've heard of it. You can you know, never fucking Heather's. You never watched.
0: that. You the know fuck sometimes you didn't don't, see don't Heathers, you think that maybe? like
1: the, you get to a point where so like you've, you've just, just gone too far. And there's just no point in going back. Dr. Death, that's what I interviewed him for. Yeah, you go, Heather's. oh, it's actually really good with Joshua Jackson based mm-hmm. on a true story. Not interested. My firm actually represent the hospital where it happened, but, mm-hmm. and then I got in trouble for saying uh-huh. that publicly.
0: You weren't supposed <laughs> to say that? <laughs> yeah, say it again. You know, like they Christ felt said that I was
1: bragging it. about that, but I was like, no, I work for the firm that represented that hospital. What, what, what you, you, you were
0: bragging about
1: the, no, that's what I th- think they were.
0: The firm? The, the hospital. I was, when
1: I was interviewing Joshua Jackson, I was like, my firm actually represented the hospital that was involved, that hired Dr. Death. Mm-hmm. And then they sent a, a message to my former boss care. who said something to me. Okay. Anyways, this is a good show. You should True watch
0: romance. it. You, you don't know anything about Christian Slater movies. How many Christian Slater movies have you seen? Michael Beach, Christian Slater. You haven't seen these movies. Okay,
1: Michael Beach. Yes. I'm the one who started talking about soul food. Yeah, you like him. Let's see.
0: I'm looking at these. In.
1: I'm looking at these Christian Slater movies.
0: Give me, give me some. Which ones? Which ones have you seen? Which Christian Slater movies have you seen?
1: <laughs> it's not looking good.
0: Jump into it.
1: It's not looking good.
2: I'm gonna. Come on, come on. Which Christian Slater movies
0: are you into? You don't give a fuck about them. Zoolander. Okay. I mean, that doesn't really count, but it's 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 fine. It's fine, you, Rachel. It, 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 this is not the thing. Interview
1: with the vampire.
0: Interview with the vampire. I you, I, I mentioned that one. You see, he plays. Oh, the interview. I didn't hear you say that. Do you know who was supposed to be the interviewer in that movie? Who? River Phoenix. Oh, passed away. One of the greatest young actors, according to Bill and Chris Ryan. Chris Ryan, another person who you're you know unfamiliar what's so with. Funny.
1: Ever since you said that, I see him all the time.
0: You see him where?
1: I was watching. I was working this weekend. And I was like, let me just put on a movie for background. And one of the movies I love to watch in the background is Devil Wears Prada. Mm -hmm. So I searched it on YouTube TV and it pops up and they had a rewatchables times Devil Wears Prada. Mm -hmm. And it was Chris Ryan and um... Mal?
0: Mallory Rubin. Thank
1: you. Mallory Rubin.
0: You don't know Mallory Rubin? No, I do
1: know who she is. But for a second, I was questioning her name. What?
0: What? Name five Ringer employees that host podcasts. Name them. Bill. Okay, Bill Simmons. You can't name any of the two people. We just those people are well, out.
1: Well, no, that's not fair. No,
0: those no those people are out. You can't name those two people. You can't name Mal or get off. I just the wanted computer. to make sure that I was. You can't name Mal or Chris. Okay. So you got you got to name I'm not five good other with Ringer names. People. This is <laughs> this is amazing to me. This is not even a. By the way, this is not even gay, People can get Matt Van Gatekeeping shame. This is actually impressive. It actually, I'm not
1: good with names because, for example, I listen to the NFL show all the time. Mm-hmm. Ask me to tell you their names.
0: Yeah,
1: I could hear their voices and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's. The, but I'm just not good at names. You're not good at names. I'm not good at names. You, know
2: not they,
0: good good you know at names. names from the Bible. You know them names. Well,
1: when you learn them from birth, all when the way you, when
0: <laughs> when it's important to you is the it's not
1: thing. True, you can look at my library right now and see. Oh, put them I? Juliet Littman, Callie Curry, Jody go. Walker.
0: Okay, that's Thank good. You. That's I'm
1: done. I'm see, done because uh, I host two podcasts.
0: So the people that so you can name the people that you host podcasts with. I don't host with Juliet. I, th- I thought you did morally corrupt with Juliet. Mm-hmm. She she not, Juliet. she's not
1: on that. But you know, I listen to the NBA show, I listen to the NFL show, but I cannot remember names. In
0: fairness, though, I will say this. In fairness, I do pop around the Ringerverse. No. The Ringerverse is our podcast, the Ringer Network. I pop around a little bit more than you, so I'll probably have yeah, more. Yeah,
1: Steve, Jomi, I know these people. Yeah,
0: Steve, Jomi, name all the Midnight Boys.
1: Oh, dang it. What's the New York guys? Charles.
0: Okay. <laughs> Okay, it was about to to be a situation I'm just not
1: good with names. Yes, Charles, of course.
0: I don't know who you host Morally Corrupt with. That's you and Callie, right? She's one. She's not the only. So it's you, Callie, and Brenda Schaub. No. It's you, Callie, and Trina Anderson.
1: Stop just saying names.
0: What? I'm not just saying names. These are people. It's you, Callie, and... Amelia Wattemeyer?
1: Okay. She used to, but she doesn't. Oh, oh. And it's Wettemeyer.
0: Wettemeyer. All rose, no thorn. I used to watch that during my Bachelor days. Okay. I used to watch that. I, I used to love Amelia's that. it's great. I, I love. I like the Ringer podcast situation.
1: Jo, jo, I'm not doing it with Callie right now. She's not covering the, the seasons we're covering, but Jodie Walker does. And she writes fantastic articles. You should actually read her articles. Jodie Walker?
0: Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Jodie Watley? Yes. Oof. Singer, you ever heard of Jody? Do you know who Jody Watley's sister is? Oh no, look that up.
1: Will I be shocked? Will I know?
0: Look, look that up. Look, Jody Watley's sister, look that up real quick.
2: She looks great. Mm-hmm. Sister,
0: Jody Watley's sister, look that up. Midori, Midori, yeah.
1: Midori <laughs> coming to America. Where would I know her from? What was she in? Van. She's in a lot of stuff. I'm afraid to keep Googling. <laughs>
0: just continue to just Michelle Watley. Michelle Midori. She's been in, she's a, when I was a great, great talent. Been in a <laughs> lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, let's move on. What else did I do this weekend? Golf. Um, went on a beautiful hike mm-hmm. with Whitney. We love Whitney. And then oh go sports go sports women. okay yeah and then I did a PSA for breast cancer awareness I don't know how much I can talk about that you just did oh I didn't say who it was with but um I did a PSA for upcoming for breast cancer awareness and I did it with um Keisha Knight Pullman
0: Keisha Knight did you say Pullman is that not right I think it's Pullman.
1: Here I, go with names. I, qu- I quit on P- names. I think it's Pulliam. I quit on names.
0: names. Rudy, I saw her one time. Where did you I, saw I see her one
1: at? night?
0: Time. I did. I, I, did I do a panel with her? I feel like I did a You're panel. Right, it's with, yeah, I, I feel like I did a panel with her. She's great. She is great, and she's very active and a boss, a true boss. You know what I'm saying? A boss. Yeah, we
1: just talked about fearless fun just last night. We talked week.
0: about fearless fun, like a boss. Cosmic kids doing well for themselves. Yeah. How was your weekend? How was my weekend? I um, I chilled
1: mm-hmm. like a
0: lot. I didn't really do much. I uh, I I try to use the plunge pool at the gym. The plunge, the the cold plunge? plunge. Okay. Try to use the cold plunge. Disgusting. Really? Yeah, it's disgusting. How long did you sit in it? I didn't get in it.
1: Oh, because it was no, it was actually disgusting. So here's the you thing, meant the actor and I don't, most. I don't okay.
0: mean to come down on the Knox, I don't mean to diss the Knox, because it's not about that. I go to the Knox Equinox, I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't getting in at Equinox. So I realized that I can't do that. I realized that my cold, I begged for the cold plunge at Equinox too. It's not they didn't put it in because of me, but I begged for it, right? Okay. So I like cold plunge. I realize. That I'm not getting in that because I got in there and it was I went to go get in the cold plunge and I look and I saw a couple pieces of hair and then I saw some scum <laughs> and that's like if I see not and now what's happening now is I'm getting nauseous so like, it is so so <laughs> I didn't so, realize you
2: were so sensitive and so
0: I I, I am and I saw some scum and <laughs> it, I'm not to the point in my life where I go hey y'all need to keep but I was. I saw Joel, my trainer, shout out to Joel Katz, and me and Joel are are talking and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, man. The plunge, the cold plunge is disgusting. I can't get in the cold plunge. But I have a cold plunge membership somebody somewhere else. And that cold plunge, they clean it after every use. The guy says, Hey, we drain the water out of the cold plunge. do you plunge. go, pause? No, pause. I love that name. But I do have a pause <laughs> and Kalika got me some pause stuff. But when I go to pause, I do the float thing. Oh, the egg. Yeah, they're getting a little egg, and you float around. What kind of LA bullshit? I I go do it. I get in the egg. I float around. I listen to like whale sounds.
1: Do you get salty in there?
0: A little bit, not really.
1: That's the only reason I've never done that.
0: Yeah. Um. So that was Saturday, and then I watched boxing. Uh. What else? I worked out. I was gonna do the cold plunge. I watched boxing, and then Sunday was just hanging out at the house. You know what I mean? Catching up on rest, watching. Uh. Uh, survival of the thickest Bozeman got a haircut so it was like a very family oriented didn't so really do Boseman's too
1: much oh you know what show I started watching? Hijack
0: oh I saw that it's good did a podcast on it oh did a podcast on it here on the Ringer Podcast Network
1: on um what's that called uh what what's it called for something
0: nigga it's called the Prestige, Prestige. TV po- oh my god They're laughing at you in there. Like you, like They're they're laughing at you. You know, this is come
1: on. I had three letters right. I was about to. I kept wanting to say premiere TV. Premiere, and that's what was messing me up. I've done prestige TV before.
0: Oh, what did you do? What show did you do? Insecure. Okay. Okay.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I still think that we should do. I'm a Virgo on prestige. I want to really get that show on. That's a great show. What's that on? That's on Amazon. Okay. Um that's on Amazon.
1: Do you pitch the show that you want to do on like how do y'all decide which shows you're covering on
0: Prestige TV? I'll get a pocket I'll get a text from someone that goes, "Hey man, you watch this?" And then I'll be like, "Yeah, it's great." They stop doing that to me. And they'll be like, "Okay, cool. Next <laughs> week." They stop doing that to but me. Well, I love talking about shows. Me and Joanna Robinson did that. Um we did uh, Hijack. We did Hijack. It's only two episodes uh, or two episodes of Prestige TV because we did all four episodes of Hijack, and we did another. Hijack was good though. Did you like Hijack? I'm not done. i are not finished with it.
1: I'm on episode like four.
0: Okay, it's a good show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Brian and I watched it.
0: Idris Elba. What does Brian think about Hijack?
1: He likes it. He likes. I it. was like, somebody told me this was good. I don't know who. What kind but... of shows
0: does Brian like? Does he just watch he Beach Body like the... infomercials all day long?
1: That and he likes um like the Jack Ryan yeah, that kind of, those tell. kind of shows
0: like heavy heavy right leaning shows.
1: Is that a heavy right leaning show?
0: That's a show. For motherfucking concern,
1: I can't get into the new season.
0: Like Jack, I
1: like the first two.
0: Like Jack, like so, like Jack Ryan. Let me tell you some. Let me tell you some real, real cold world. Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer is basically. I'm sorry, it's Jack Bauer. You know, 24. I never watched it. Yeah, I didn't really watch that much either. But Jack Bauer, that's for Americana right there. That (laughs) Jack Bauer, they know what I'm talking about, there. They know. Jack Jack Bower is a proud boys dream. He really <laughs> he is. When you think about Jack Bauer now cuz cuz it was a post 9/11 situation and it was coming out. Oh, was that when it came out? Yeah, and it was it was you know the the president and me and Joanna talked about this on on the thing. The president was black so it's was like, "Oh, the show has got black president." Who played him? Jack Bauer's uh, uh, the president or Jack uh, Bauer?
1: Uh, the president. No, I know Kiefer played him. Dennis that. Haysbert. Okay. Okay, yes, uh, Allstate.
0: Waiting to exhale. Again, piece of shit and waiting to exhale.
1: He wasn't as bad as Michael he Beach. He wasn't as bad as Michael <laughs>
0: Beach. Um So the Jack Bauer just literally, he just ran around torturing brown people. And he That's what he did. He was a counterterrorism guy that would torture the shit out of... And how many seasons was 24? How many seasons did 24 go? Jeez. What was it? How many seasons did 24 go? 24 might have went, but you know, it was like, it was actually an hour of the day.
1: The show was an hour.
0: It was in real time, though. What do you mean? So the show was in real time. Oh, yeah. So the show was an hour, and it would be an actual hour. Okay. And then it was a whole day. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh. That's is why that. it's called... <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> no, that's not a big deal. If you don't know much about the show...
1: No, all I know is it's Kiefer Sutherland.
0: Yeah, actually, am I right about that? 24 was in real time, wasn't it? It was in real time. How many seasons did it run? Nine. Nine seasons of torturing brown people on 24? Nine seasons of torturing brown people? With all the stuff that
1: people bring up on social media about how this was okay then and not okay now, how's nobody talking about 24? I
0: don't know. It's a good question.
1: Nine seasons. Somebody was well. We know who was watching it. As you just said,
0: <laughs> Brian like twenty
1: four. No, I don't know if he, I bet he that. watched that shit. Don't start that rumor. <laughs> don't start that rumor. No, he likes the, like the action kind of like Mission Impossible type shows and stuff like that. But he watches. He'll pretty much watch whatever I watch except for Housewives.
0: He doesn't watch Housewives.
1: No, he can't get into it. Yeah,
0: we lost some people this past weekend. I know very sad uh two people that in varying different
2: ways meant a lot to me first one is Magoo
0: now people say whatever they want about Magoo they always just talk about Magoo and how he rapped in his style I always liked Magoo loved him always liked him right and that era of music Timbaland, Missy, Magoo, Genuine, Aaliyah, Static Major, Player, all of that stuff is so ingrained in my mind. Mm -hmm. It was the radio music of the end of high school, beginning of college for me, and it was like almost a musical revolution that was coming out of Virginia, not just with Tim, but also with Pharrell and everybody, all of those people- Uh, The Clips. Clips a little bit later. Clips was more like 2000 they came out. But I guess, yeah, whatever. Same thing. And then, you know, all those people who were fruit off the tree of Teddy Riley, that entire, entire movement, I loved it. I loved the music. And they were like a family.
1: I I wanted to be a part of them so bad. Mm -hmm. They come out with their music videos. They be dressed alike. And they just seem like such a cool group. I wasn't really... So if that was uh, high school coming into college for you, that was junior high coming into high school for me. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, i told my stories before. I'm just now stepping into an era where I'm listening to this type of music or I'm allowed to. And I want, they they were just the sound, the memories, the videos, the like the style, the way they sounded, the way they, like everything. I wanted to, I loved, loved Magoo. Magoo might've been my like top two in the group.
0: Top two in the group. and what group? It was just Timbaland and Magoo. No, like that whole clique. That whole deal, yeah. Yeah. Young man, cause of death still unknown. Uh, young man, Melvin 50. Magoo Barcliffe. Um, he was from Norfolk, Virginia. He had been with Tim and been, you know, developing that sound uh, with him since 1989. You know, Timbaland and Magoo, they had been together for a long time. So uh, everybody in the swing mob, everybody... That was, you know, around in that era with them. My condolences go out to them and just in hip hop in general. Hip hop in general lost somebody that we were really familiar with and really loved. Now, uh, also, I'll say that that crew in and of itself has really suffered some losses. You know, Magoo, Aaliyah, Static Major over the years,
1: and Young, and Young, they die
0: young, young. So it's uh it's it's really sad that he that he passed away, young man. Um, and just this morning. Clarence Avon uh, announced the death of Clarence Avon. Clarence Avon has passed away. You guys, I'm not going to even attempt with words to contextualize or sum up the life of Clarence Avon on the podcast, because there is absolutely no amount of words I could say on the podcast that would adequately, um, demonstrate the amount of influence adequately described, should I say the amount of influence or the amount of importance that Clarence Avon has had in, in his life. There's nothing that I can do to do that in places, in spots that you wouldn't have even expected him to have made a difference. This man made a difference and he did it in a way that was uh, not about self not about self he was a mover a shaker a connector a producer uh a gift giver um a a wise wizard of culture and of empowering people he's 92 years old he passed away there's a documentary on him called the black godfather on netflix i suggest that you guys all watch it as a matter of fact it's homework if you're listening to the podcast yeah. right now I didn't even know, Mm.
1: truly, until you just said that. That's why I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I truly learned who he was because of the documentary. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the previews of the documentary and even the trailer for it, it was like they were speaking of this person as if he wasn't even real, the way he's had his hands on all these different things. And I'm like, who is this person that they've talking about? Surely I've heard this name before and I had not. So I feel like I went down a dark hole trying to understand who he is and his influence and... 92. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that this morning. I mean, I know that his family has had tragedy over the last couple of years. Yeah. Was it two years ago.
0: Yeah. Lost two his wife ago. in a home invasion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, primarily music, but politics, uh, television, film, really. If you came into this industry and you were young and you were black And you were trying to plot your way out and trying to figure things out. uh, There was always one voice that if you could get to him, that would be there to tell you how to leverage your talent into something bigger than you. Did you ever meet him? I talked to him once.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, But just a titan. Just an absolute titan. An absolute titan. Um, So our condolences to his family. Um, Our condolences to his daughter, who, you know, he survived by. And really, cultural condolences to everyone. And his son. Uh, And his son. Um, Cultural condolences to everyone. Uh, Just a a, a titan. Mm -hmm. And a life well lived. A life well lived. So, Uh, on the other side of this, someone who's not really living his life that great is Hunter Biden. We gotta talk about it here on Higher Learning. All right, Special Counsel, you should have been a Special Counsel on oh. Hunter Biden. That would be so funny if they if they appointed you.
1: Why would that be funny? <laughs> I the... <laughs> have no qualifications <laughs> to be Special Counsel other than the fact that it should be somebody who is not a part of the Justice Department. That's the only way I qualify.
0: Oh, you so you are against this? Uh, Attorney General appoints a Special Counsel on the Hunter Biden probe, David Weiss. Now, he's a U.S. attorney in Delaware. Yeah, and now this man is originally appointed by President Trump.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: this is something the Republicans have wanted for a long time. They had wanted special counsel on Hunter Biden for a couple of reasons. One, they wanted, I guess, a more robust investigation into Hunter Biden and his uh, his international business dealings. But also, the appearance of a special counsel is probably as important to the to the to the right as the actual appointment of the special counsel is in and of itself, because that type of investigation and that type of prioritization by the justice department is something that you can use as political capital. And, you know, we've seen this happen before.
1: Mm-hmm. However,
0: they're not quite happy with this.
1: Well, are they ever?
0: They're not happy. You would think that they would be right. Cause really, I bet mean, I can ask most Americans, uh, what Burisma is what Hunter Biden is alleged to have done, who Victor Shokin is, all of that stuff. And they probably couldn't tell you, right? Mm-hmm. This is more about the appearance of political impropriety in my opinion and what kind of political capital that that buys you. Because they've wanted a special counsel for a very long time. They got it. And now a lot of the people on the right are complaining because they don't like David Weiss anymore because of the plea deal that went wrong with Hunter Biden a little while ago. So now you're hearing a lot of people saying the appointment of this special counsel is actually another move by Biden's Justice Department to derail a serious inquiry into uh, Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings.
1: Let me ask you this. Well, when I, we put this in the group chat about that there was going to be a special counsel appointed, it was going to be David Weiss, you said good. Why did you say
0: good? Um because well, two reasons. Okay. One, I want to get to the bottom of what
2: either Whether happened
0: or didn't happen with the Hunter Biden scenario. I am completely agnostic about uh Hunter Biden in this situation. Sure. Um I happen to know or believe that he certainly used his proximity to Joe Biden in order to uh enrich himself. All right. In China before Ukraine. Mhm. My dad's the vice president. Um if you want to meet my dad or if you want to if you want if I, I want to make it appear that someday you might meet my dad and then that enriches me. That is a tale as old as time. Okay. They do that all the time. So it would be stupid of me not to believe that Hunter Biden in some way was involved in influence peddling. Okay. What is less clear, and everyone has said this, I'm not breaking, um, any new thoughts or any new ground here. What's less clear is whether or not Joe Biden was a willing participant into the influence peddling that his son might have been doing. And that is what's been directly alleged by people on the right, Donald Trump. So I'll just say second part of that is, so look into it. There's, if it's the investigations under Biden started back in 2018. Yeah. And it, under David Weiss, under David Weiss during Trump's mm-hmm. uh, presidency. And it was just something that was kept under wraps. Right. Um, So look into it. If you feel like that there's something there that's been improper, go ahead and look into it. Secondly, another reason why I appreciate that the special counsel was appointed is because in a lot of people's eyes, that levels the playing field in terms of the Republicans being able to say that the Department of Justice is weaponized. So at this point, so that that dies, that narrative dies, investigate Mm -hmm. everyone. Investigate everyone. They're not going to... They're not... The The House is not going to govern anyway. They're going to do this. They're going to engage in score selling the entire time they have the House. Investigate them. What's the worst that could happen?
1: So, my follow-up then is, do you think that David Weiss should be the special counsel?
0: That's less... That's less important to me.
1: See... I guess if I'm Merrick Garland, and I understand David Weiss has been on this for the last five years. And yes, that started under President Trump. But there have been so many claims, whether they're true or not. Right. But enough to where there's suspicion, especially with the judge rejecting the plea agreement that Hunter Biden had with the prosecutors for the case, for the tax charge and for the gun charge. There's There are antennas that are being raised. So why would you appoint David Weiss to be the special counsel and not do someone outside of the Justice Department who there's like a statute that says you should when you're appointing a special counsel, it should be someone that's not a part of the Justice Department because it takes away. Any type of implications that you know the just, Justice Department is telling you what to do because you technically work for the Justice Department because that's the claim that the Republicans are making. It also takes away this claim of political interference, which the Republicans—I'm not saying it's true—are saying that David Weiss has been influenced by the Biden administration now, which is what the whistleblowers are saying that came out. The um, IRS, the IRS, yeah, the IRS whistleblower is not the one who is being. Um, my gosh, indicted, not mm-hmm. the one who was indicted, the IRS whistleblowers are saying that there was some type of interference in regards of uh, or by, from the Biden administration as if David Weiss is not able to do this in an, in an impartial way as a special counsel should be. If I'm Merrick Garland and I do want to, and I agree with you, let's appoint a special counsel. Let's figure this out because there. to your point, the whole thing is, and even the way they phrase it, they they don't just say Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. They, they're they like the Biden crime family. They're mm-hmm. trying to paint this picture that the Bidens have this crime family of this and there's all this corruption there. So if you want to get down to the bottom of it and you feel that there's really nothing there, then why not appoint somebody else who has no ties to this, whose hands seem clean in all of this? I'm not saying David Weiss is dirty, but he does have some suspicions around him where I can see why people would say, I'm not sure if he's the guy that should be appointed. Are those suspicions
0: legitimate, though?
1: Well, I mean, the judge did reject the plea agreement. Mm -hmm. And when you do hear people talk, it's like it's almost wild that the defense thought that he would not be, you know, indicted or or investigated, I should say, at all after this. Once he signed this agreement, he would not be investigated in in the future. That's a that's a
0: huge thing. There is. That doesn't happen. There is an explanation that was given, though. Okay. The explanation that was given, um, as I've seen it, is that they wanted this to be the end of the Hunter Biden investigation. Sure. And that's because, whether or not this is plausible or not, but that's because they wanted him to be protected from being targeted by Donald Trump. I get that. In case Donald Trump wins the presidency. Yep. Yep. And then we have to do this Hunter Biden thing all over again. That doesn't mean that legally it makes a lot of sense and setting that precedent is really crazy. But it seemed as if they were saying, hey, we're copying to this uh, tax evasion, lying about a gun when you were under the influence when you bought the gun. And we want this to be the end. Mm -hmm. And then the judge was like, well, I can't really do that. I don't know what Weiss's motivation to do that would be. That's a Trump-appointed attorney. I'm not sure—I mean, the level of corruption that people are alleging with him now, that he's in some way be, being compromised. I mean, he's a Republican now. He's a Trump opponent guy. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what that would be about. I mean, no one's really said that. They haven't said why or how he's been compromised, just that they believe that he has been. So to that end, I'm like—to me, I'm agnostic about it being Weiss or it not being Weiss. Weiss has wanted to be um, special counsel, and he's asked for special counsel policy right. before Merrick Garland didn't want to do it they're doing it now the question is why and the question is
1: well so he can bring charges in any jurisdiction
0: right and so and so he wants to bring charges in any jurisdiction but i'm saying is the what has happened between the f- falling through of the plea agreement and now that has made it that's risen this to the level where uh mayor garland has decided that now is the time for special counsel because they've been they've been investigating him for a while mm-hmm. right and they've in all of their investigations with the clear appearance of impropri- impropriety, right? Mm-hmm. Did Devin Archer's testimony like give them something new to chew on? I mean, when you look at Devin Archer's testimony, and I'm not in any way shielding for the Bidens, mm-hmm. there's not a lot there in terms of implicating Joe Biden. It, they made it seem like that. Everyone went with that narrative. But if you actually look at what Devin Archer tested, testified to, there's not anything there that makes it seem like this was a clear operation between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in order to use the power of the vice president's office or the power of the administration to then enrich the Biden family.
1: Another thing I saw, and I'm not, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that I guess the mandate that Wise has to investigate Hunter Biden is only focused on Hunter Biden and not on, The inclusion of of um of President Biden in regards to this investigation, like they're only asking, they're only allowed to ask Hunter Biden about Hunter Biden and not about his the connection to his father.
0: I mean that is preposterous. And
1: if that's what I read, yeah. If that's the case, that's also a problem. And so I think I'm seeing people being frustrated with Merrick Garland, and I. I believe, I'm just going to say this. I believe there should be a special counsel. I sh- believe there should be an investigation so everybody can just shut up one way or the other. Cause I've said it multiple times. I'm tired of talking about Hunter Biden. I'm tired of like creating something that we don't even know if it's there or not. Let's just get down to like, is it there or is it not? What, what did Joe Biden know about this or did he not? Fine. But I think the w- one way to shut down the Republicans because they're, we know they're never happy. Now they're not happy with Weiss. Now they've said that Weiss has been Basically contaminated. Now it seems like there's some type of political interference. And they
0: argue that Weiss, they're also saying that Weiss is now the special counsel. And if they want to call him in the House to testify, that they won't be able to because he can say, I can't do that because I'm special counsel in this situation. So they think that this is some high class political chess uh, in order to, number one, give... Hunter Biden, a special counsel that's favorable to him and take this guy out of circulation if they need to talk to him.
1: So if I'm Merrick Garland, why not just appoint somebody else?
0: Mm. Well, I mean, you tell me. Is an answer to that question potentially that this guy has more knowledge and a better understanding of the investigation um, and a better hold of this case since he's been on it for so long than anybody else?
1: Prep the next prep, prep, the prep the special counsel. I mean, this is already going to
0: go a lot longer than what it was. now. Right. Right.
1: Like just. Prepare the special counsel on it. Like, that That would be my thing. Cases get turned over to other people all the time.
0: So you you think that there is a little bit of daylight?
1: I think that it gives... I don't know if I believe that there's daylight, but I think that I can see why someone would say, listen, maybe this guy... Five years didn't find anything, gave this, this sweetheart deal, as they're calling it, which it was. If that was, if the deal was what the defense thought it was, that is a really sweet deal.
0: The judge rejected it. it and was the not judge rejected a, yeah.
1: it. But for some reason, that's what they thought it was. Yeah. Then bring somebody else in who you can say, okay, this person's coming in. We hold clean hands. There's nothing tied to them either way. And they're going to investigate this case just to shut everybody up. Um, I would love to hear why Merrick Garland didn't do that.
0: Just um, curious. So as to whether or not Hunter Biden used his father's name and who his dad is to enrich himself, once again, I believe 1,000%. It happens. Of course. What's, ha- what, what's going to happen now, what I've seen start to happen now is people are looking more intently into Jared Kushner and the staggering sons of money that he was able to kind of get from... Uh, people in the Middle East, namely Saudi Arabia, and they're looking into that. That MSNBC. I know.
1: I saw the chart. Over three billion directly <laughs> on
0: behalf saw. of the administration. Um I saw <laughs> did a whole it. thing with the Jared <laughs> So it's probably not going to be the best situation for the uh, litany of progeny out there and people that are have close ties to people in power that do this all the time. Um, they're probably going to be looked at a little bit closer now. As this is kind of lobby back and forth like a political football. But once again, I think Hunter Biden did that. I think Joe Biden knows that Hunter Biden was doing that.
1: Like use the Biden name.
0: Of course, right? I think that he knows that Hunter Biden was doing that. But the question is, did he participate in Hunter Biden doing that? And anything short of that, I couldn't care less about. But I really don't care. Um, I care more about... You mean did he participate
1: as in... Get show favor to those countries. So you know, what,
0: the, because- the allegation is that Biden, who was the uh, who was running point on, you know, foreign relations with Ukraine when he was in the administration, right. is that Biden held up aid to have the Ukrainian Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin fired because Viktor Shokin was investigating Burisma which was is the Ukrainian oil and gas company that Hunter Biden sits on the board mm-hmm. of right that's what the the Trump administration and other people are saying they're saying hey this situation happened because this guy was looking into Burisma he actually doesn't say looking into Burisma Trump says that Victor Shokin was looking was investigating Burisma and Hunter Biden and because of that Joe Biden said Joe Biden held up aid Mm -hmm. to ukraine to have him fired ukraine fired him they got their aid they depend a lot on aid from the west and that tells you right there that these two people are in cahoots right yeah um if you look into this story shokin was considered to be corrupt by a lot of people and there were all kinds of different countries in the eu there was like 11 or 12 countries that wanted him gone and Biden did, in fact, say, hey, get rid of this guy. You're not going to get the aid. But the question is, did he do that on behalf of his son and Burisma? Mm -hmm. Or did he do that because the foreign policy said, hey, this guy right here can't have this station Mm -hmm. if we're going to do, if we're going to give you aid? That led directly to Joe Biden, excuse me, Donald Trump years later, asking Zelensky to investigate that. Mm -hmm in exchange for $400 billion of aid that they were due to get anyway. Mm -hmm. So all of this stuff is is connected. And the question is, is there intent from the vice president at that time and the president now to be in cahoots with his son to make his family rich, or is there not? That's the only thing that matters materially to the American public. If Hunter Biden goes to jail for the next 30 or 40 years— He doesn't have any political power. He was never in the White House. Jared Kushner was. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was never in the White House. He never was in it. Right. So it's just this has happened before. Mm -hmm. Like, like uh, I think it was um, uh, President Carter. His brother was taking like bribes from Libya or something like this. Like people do this. This has happened before. These people go to jail. They don't go. It's funny. Whatever. It doesn't mean anything. The only way that it matters is if. It can be traced right back to the to, to the, the administration. President. Yeah. Um, also, I will say this, and this might not be popular. I do think that I do think that the Democrats shouldn't run uh, Joe Biden but
1: solely off of this. No,
0: nope, not solely off of this. But but think about what you're saying. Not, what not solely off of this, and Solely okay, off of this, but it's a part of this,
1: it's, it's, and I want to know why. Because think about what you're saying. It's August, 2023. Yeah. You think that they should run someone? The only other person up right now is RFK
0: Jr. Now that's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying with the, I'm not saying that it's RFK Jr. Or it's Cornell West. I'm saying that it's somebody else.
1: Well, Cornell West has jumped to another.
0: He's a third barn. party guy. But like, what, but what I'm saying is a lot of the left would look. Fair point about Cornell West. It's RF. I'm not saying that it's RFK. I'm saying that it's Kamala Harris. I'm saying that it's Gavin Newsom. I'm saying that it's 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 somebody else.
1: I, I think it's too late.
0: I and don't it's think it's too and late and I at think all. it
1: shows a weakness in the party. If at this late in the stage you put up somebody else, it, it it it's like a ticket, a golden ticket for the Republicans to be like, see, they think that there's something wrong with Biden too. That's why they're putting up somebody but else. But there
0: is though, there is though. Keep so, going. So Go ahead. it, Joe Biden is a weak candidate for president in 2024. Some of that has to do with things beyond his control. Mm-hmm. And some of that has to do with things that are just realities.
1: It's interesting because sometimes you come, we'll come on the podcast and you be like, we got to talk about the things. We can't We can't act like Biden's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Biden is doing things. And right. you talk about that and you've read it off like the White House website. Mm-hmm. But then, and we, we acknowledge that the things that the Black community is demanding, those needs haven't been met. Sure. And the majority of them haven't been met because Congress is— you know, utilizing their power to hold that, hold it back. Mm-hmm. But now you're like, it shouldn't be Joe Biden.
0: It The things that are happening, they aren't translating to the American consciousness. People aren't, he's a weak candidate. He's a weak candidate with uh, a lot of smoke around him. Some of the stuff he can't control, but he can't really even speak to it if we're being honest, because the virility and the energy for him to speak to it doesn't seem to be there. They asked president Biden a little while ago about the fires in Maui, which our hearts and prayers go, go, go out to everybody in Maui. And he said, no comment. I'm not in any way. I'm not in any way judging president Biden. I'm just saying he's not a strong candidate.
1: That what else, what else? First off, that's terrible. If that's what he said, mm-hmm. has he not released any type of statement out?
0: I'm not. I didn't see anything else. I know that they. I'm sure they've said something, but I, they they asked him. and He had an opportunity to speak to it right there, and he said no comment. Now I don't know.
1: Was he getting on the plane? It, on look, the plane.
0: I don't know if President Biden didn't have the words to speak to it at that p- particular point, or if he wasn't really up Fully on briefed. what's going on. Right. But but this is what I'll say. I'll say that everything that we can talk about, and the country's in a good spot. Relatively to where we were.
1: Yes. The I country,
0: like- the country's in a good spot. We've talked about this. We've mm-hmm. talked about gains that have been made on the economy. We've talked about things that the Biden administration has been able to do. What I'm talking about is right now, between Joe and Donald Trump, it's a dead heat. And I feel like he's losing steam as a candidate in 2024. And I also feel like that there are people waiting in the wings right now in the Democratic Party that could actually capture something in Americans. I think that Kamala Harris is one of them, even though she herself doesn't have the highest approval rating. I think if they let her go, though, and put her out there a little bit more...
1: I do not think so.
0: I think that she could be a a viable candidate. And I definitely think that Gavin Newsom could. One million percent. But I liken this back to, and this is the last thing I'll say, I liken this back to what... I said about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The best thing for Joe Biden to do right now in this position, he's the president of the United States. He's become the president of the United States. The best thing for him to do is to not run in 2024. Like for whatever reason, it's not resonating with people in terms of popularity and what people believe. If you give him a binary Trump between Joe Biden and Donald, uh, and, and Donald Trump, Joe Biden very may, uh, very well may win. He probably will win. But then you have four more years of a president that is clearly in decline. I'm sorry. It's- well,
1: if you love Kamala, then she's right there. Okay. If you, I mean, I, I actually don't agree. This isn't a diss to Kamala. I like Kamala. I just don't believe that America does. I mean, I sat on Dan Abrams' show, and, he, and the first question, one of the questions he asked me is, what's up with Kamala? And why are the Democrats trying to act like she's, like, like she's equipped to be vice president i'm i'm so paraphrasing what he said but that's kind of what he was insinuating he was talking about putting up different speeches of her talking, saying that she's like not equipped to talk about certain things. And he's like the people, she doesn't have a high approval rating. And I, you know, combated him and told him certain things that Kamala has spoken out against and what she stands for and what she represents. And I was like, you're just showing the bad part of her. There's so much more to her than that. But I think that the the way he thinks about her is how a lot of Americans think. So I do not think that if Joe Biden stepped down and she stepped up, that she could beat Donald Trump, I don't think that at all. Sadly, this country, the way that they continue to talk about Kamala Harris as if she just happened to become vice president. Do you president, think
0: Gavin Newsom could be Donald Trump?
1: Yeah, I think he's the best one that you mentioned. I, I, but but Joe Biden would have to. Set, I wouldn't want to see him go against Joe Biden. Not at this. Not on August in August of twenty
0: twenty three. I don't think that any. I don't think it's a good idea to primary Joe Biden. I don't. Okay. I do think it's an idea for Joe Biden not to run for president in 2024.
1: Okay. What else? Because, again, you've kind of said, like, hey, guys, we got com- to comment. Not comment, but we have to recognize the things that the Biden administration has done. Mm-hmm. You say they need to get better with their messaging, but we can't act like they haven't done anything. That has been your message throughout.
0: That, no, that hasn't, that hasn't been my message throughout. It's been my message when I've seen upticks in economic Okay. Development of the country. So as after of late, COVID, right. that has
1: been your as well, of late. Well, as
0: of late, the the latest stuff that came out is inflation is a little bit up, a little bit up.
1: Okay, as of late, for it's the most late. part, for the most part. So for sure. if I, when I ask you and I say, is it because of what's going on with the Hunter Biden investigation? You said no, that's not just it. What else is it other than his declining age?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What else is it that makes you think he that we should? position somebody else to run in August 2023?
0: The polling. So it's, it's the Hunter Biden thing is noise, right? It, it's noise. It's loud noise for, for some people, but it's noise. I don't think it means very much about the president. It, it's a part of something that's a negative to him, for mm-hmm. sure, okay? Um, the, the economy and jobs growth and inflation slowing, it's going back and forth, or whatever, that's something that they can actually hang their hat on depending on the way you look at the numbers, people are going to spend numbers different ways, whatever. Um, but I personally think that there's been a lot of improvement. And I think that it's it bears out if you look at it. If you look at jobs growth, um, if you look at, you know, for the most part, the fact that inflation is slowing, if you look at the CHIPS Act, if you look at a, lo- a bunch of different things, there is some evidence, a lot of evidence, that they're good for the economy. Now, for the things that I care about, addressing Mass incarceration, uh, the Justice of the Policing Act, um, voting rights, all of those things. We haven't seen a lot of movement, but I also understand the obstructionists on the other side that lay in the middle for that. I, I get that, okay? Um, but when you look at the fact that he is so incredibly unpopular despite this stuff, and then when you look at the fact that he doesn't seem capable of making his case to the American people, It's an issue. I'm I'm, not ready to say that yet. And so I am saying it. It, He doesn't seem capable of making his case to the American people. It's an an issue. And if there weren't other people there that I think can make a case and could make a case about, like, what's going on in the country and might have the opportunity to build coalitions— but Let's be honest. Joe Biden has a lot of baggage coming into this. You know, if he's of a course. lot of baggage Thankfully, coming into this. Hopefully, he's
1: going to be running against someone who's, yeah, got, who's got more this. baggage. Got more. And
0: I would like to have a candidate that I'm super excited about uh, to, to vote for.
1: I get for. that. Because this is the we just had an election in 2020 yeah. where we felt very similar, right? right? We weren't excited about Biden. We weren't excited about Trump. So I understand that sentiment. This was August 2022. I'd want to have, I'd like, Really want to delve into this and have this conversation, but I feel like right now the way that polling is, and that there doesn't seem to be a huge like Trump Biden, they're kind of neck and so neck. Dead heat. Neck and neck. We need to be advocating against Trump, and that's and that's that's the only <laughs> way, and that's how I felt So in we 2020. Know, so, we don't, so, so that's how I felt in twenty twenty. Is how we talked?
0: So we don't. We're not gonna. A-
1: it's, it's not advocating for—we're advocating against
0: Trump. So we can't—we've we we've lost our ability to, in any way, be for anything. We can't think about the America the that we want. I don't want to do it again, though, is what, what I'm we, saying.
1: What, like <laughs> what, what is our option? It's so sad. I agree with you. I hate that we're in this position again four years later. I just say, and I think this is where maybe the Gavin Newsom's come in, which is why he hasn't put his—and I don't think he should this time.
0: He, he, but, Gavin Newsom is not— going to primary Joe Biden. That will never happen. So
1: I think the Democrats are like, let's just ride it out, like, pray for
0: the best, (laughs) prepare for the worst,
1: and just keep it going. You're right.
0: That's why I think the patriotic thing to do for President Biden...
1: It's too late. ...would
0: be to not run.
1: You should have said that to him in November. All right. Or December, whenever he declared that he was running. It's too late.
0: Is it too late to get a booty massage? I
1: cannot. Let me take off my glasses In Jamaica, for this. I
0: don't know if you guys have seen this. Did you guys see these videos? I sent them around. Chloe, no, jump on the mic. No, you only
1: sent one, and uh, the rest have been banned. I went down. The rest Sadly, have been banned? Sadly, my search engine is going to be in YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Richie, did you see these Internet? videos? It all says booty massages Jamaica. Hey,
0: you guys look it up in the... um. I want you guys to look it up.
1: They, most of them have been deleted, guys. Look
0: it, look it up on Twitter. Everybody in the control room. Chloe, did you see the videos? Uh, everybody look it up and look up the Jamaican booty massages in the raft. They Find have, the
1: band one, please.
0: They have um, bamboo river rafting and full body massage tours in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And it's a romantic tour <laughs> on a 30-foot bamboo raft down the Lethe? Leth? I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to all my Jamaican homies. Um, on a leaf bamboo raft, uh, on, on the leaf river, on a leaf Babu raft, you're going down the river with a local guide, educated about fruit trees, the surrounding area. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Stop! And shown a sample of natural remedies. It's great. Um, then the most favorite part of the tour is when the guide stops and massages your feet and body with the limestone that lets your skin feel smooth after Guys. washing it off. And uh, are you guys seeing this in the room? I want everybody to see this. Richie's taking a drink. Richie's getting hot in there. Richie's getting hot in the control room. Richie had to take a drink real quick. Um, Chloe, jump on the mic. You're, you're on this one. By the way, to let you guys know, uh, Donnie is off today. Ashley, are you there? Oh, they're both gone. Oh,
1: Ashley's gone too. Don,
0: Donnie and Ashley are in intro days in, in, uh, in Sweden. So Chloe is here. I want to know what as, you as women... What U.S. women think about the Jamaican booty massage phenomenon? Like, what do y'all think? I
1: feel like... (laughs) I wouldn't do that. Because it's like, why is a random-ass guy rubbing on my ass like that? He's not just rubbing on it. He's getting in that thing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they removed it from one of the videos, from Twitter.
0: Well, they removed one video on Twitter where... The guy took his penis out
1: see? and
0: was rubbing it on the woman's vagina. And then he was about.
1: Did she, she see was, it?
0: She was down for it. And he was about to put it in. And she said, don't put it in me. You got to get a plastic bag or something. Oh, sh- that That's sounds facts. like
1: she's done that before.
0: That's facts. That's like she said.
1: for that to come out of your mouth, you've done this before. Yeah. No judgment, but judging. Anyways, this is disgusting to me.
0: The Jamaican bo- booty massage is disgusting to you. Yeah. Why?
1: I, the whole thing. I didn't. What you described—fruit trees surrounding the area <laughs> and a history—and sh- shown. What was it? A sample of natural remedies. This looked like they had them in some dirty river, and on the side they weren't even floating. I didn't see any of that. Like it's one thing to be on a raft. You're gonna and call
0: like, the Jamaican river dirty. You don't want to call the people river dirty. Shout out to Jamaica, man.
1: I'm that's not. not that's don't not. don't make it seem like I'm talking about. It just sounds. The... <laughs> Chloe, the, I want call the river dirty. Where like, they were stopped, <laughs> it did not. It what didn't look scenic. It didn't look beautiful. I'm not saying I've been to Jamaica. I've been to Montego Bay. It is a beautiful country. It is a beautiful city. Yeah, right. Where they stopped and were giving those massages looked terrible. Right. So, and there were all these other people around. It just seems such like such a violation. How I can it be a
0: violation, though, when the women are voluntarily I said getting You're right. They the consented vo- the to massage. it. yeah.
1: But, like, it's just... And, like, the woman who's tooted up, that doesn't even seem like a comfortable position she for me. She arched. She got that thing. That thing thing. Like, laying down, maybe... Like, listen, a booty massage feels fantastic. You like it. But I just can't get down... But you do.
0: Say it. Yes. Okay. I Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Richie's face is getting red. <laughs> where am I, where am I, oh my god, Richie! There's a Richie's reason. Blushing. Oh there my re- god. there's
1: a reason these women are flocking. To, like it feels good, but I just not, would not want my my the guy who's massaging me to be, have been touching on a bunch of other booties. I, there's just something. About,
0: like, but okay, so let okay,
1: and it's public, and and people are filming it. Okay,
0: so let's 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 look at this in a very specific way. Okay, Chloe, are you still there? All right, this is this is for the sisters. This is for the women, or the half sisters. And
1: what's romantic about it? Okay,
0: what, why is it okay? So let's look at it this way. First of all, let's take out consent because the women are definitely consenting. No, they the are massage. consenting.
1: I don't want to make it seem like they're not.
0: All right, let's take out even the slightly white supremacist framework of the river being dirty.
1: Oh my God, stop! I'm okay. that's not white supremacist. Okay,
0: let's let's um. Then lo-
1: Chloe, <laughs> did that look like a scenic view? <laughs> no, I'm gonna be honest.
0: It did not look. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all stuck up. Um, all right. So, and let's take off the fact of the guy's hands being dirty, because I would imagine that these guys will wash their hands between booty massages, right? I would imagine because limestone. Can't, you
1: can't massage my booty and have been on 30 booties uh, uh, earlier in the day. Do I don't you, want it. Do you
0: get a massage from the massage parlor? Back. Okay. So, Legs. So what I'm saying is... The booty is but, but they But they massage a bunch of people... Before you come in to the things, what's the different? They massage a lot of people. That's I'm saying true. is the fact that the booty massage is wrong directly about I don't the think fact. It's wrong. You don't think it's wrong? No. Is it? Is this, is this too sexual? Is this a sexual thing?
1: When it's being publicly recorded, I like if this. If you got a booty massage and like if they had like tents and you were floating on the water, and you, that is what you want to do, and you want to pay for a booty massage, I have no problem with it. I'm not against the booty massage. But this was so public. This was not romantic. They were allowing people to record them. Mm. You had kids jumping on the rafts, dancing to the music. But it's it's, 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 different. Just it's seemed, a different culture. It just seemed like...
0: Disgusting to you, Chloe? I wanna say disgusting. It's just a bit off.
1: <laughs> It doesn't seem as advertised. How about that?
0: Do you, how many women do you feel like are going down there getting fucked by the Jamaican ma- booty massage man?
1: I don't know if they. I don't know if they're having sex with them. I can't speak to that. Well, the but one woman I know, did. We saw it. Well, I didn't. It was removed. But I would imagine a lot of women are going down there to get booty massages. Okay, so let's, a lot.
0: So let's do this
1: because they feel good.
0: Okay, so let's do this, Rachel you're going a little bit hard with how much you like the booty massage. I, you're putting people in your bedroom.
1: I'm not putting people <laughs> in my bedroom. You're putting, I'm just saying, you putting people in I your bedroom I understand why somebody would want a booty massage. Okay, so I don't
0: understand why they would want it like this. So, all right. So is this exploitive? Is it, because we talk about the passport bros, right? You guys have heard about passport no, bros? No, I
1: kept seeing that reference and I meant to look that up. You don't
0: know what passport bros are? Uh-uh. So the passport bros are guys that exist here in America, right? Mm -hmm. Or not just in America, but in other, let's say, developed nations, whatever. And they are passport bros because they go to places, Thailand, the Dominican Republic, places like that, to uh, have sex with women. And it's basically, they're sex tourists, but they go to places to where women are Brazil, where women are, Specifically attracted and looking for American men, because it represents something different economically for them. They like if you go to Brazil, it's like oh you're an American. And these women consent; and it's like a thing. It's consent; it's consenting, but they also get a bad name because you know number one they'll make videos and be like oh this is why you should come to the Dominican Republic and blah blah blah, and they also it also looks pathetic to people that they have to engage in tourism to go find women because. It seems like they are preying on these women that come from poorer countries. Is this not the same or, or not? Don't we have another example of women being horny and exploitive as fuck with the booty massage phenomenon? That's what I've been saying. No. It's the same thing. getting This their is booty a
1: service. Mas- these people are offering
0: a they service. Got they they got their asses f- tooted up with thongs. This is the service. that They're literally the paying for service. The women in the other countries are offering a service. It's the same
1: thing. What, this is where, I don't think it's quite the same thing from the way you described it, but the difference mm, mm, is, mm. you were talking about them making videos and like, this is why you need to come to the Dominican because you need to basically have sex with these Dominican
2: women. Done, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. I'm looking at this guy who stopped his girl.
1: But wasn't that like planned?
0: Yeah, it looked like he yeah, stopped his girl from getting his, like he didn't want her to get the Jamaican booty massage. It's
1: a skit. Listen, the, the whole issue to me is that it just seems to be if that's what you want to do, fine. It's just so public and the filming of it. I, 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 it just takes it to another level when it's the filming of it. And yes, it seems exploitive when I see it that way.
0: Last question. If you are a guy, And your girl goes to Jamaica to get the limestone booty massage. Did she cheat on you? Yes. Chloe?
1: I'd say so. Just because it's... I feel like it's just an invasive act. It's totally an invasive act. (laughs) Like, if they were giving a full body massage, because, like, you go to Europe and they do actually massage your butt it, it it would be like, oh, this is a full body massage. You like that shit. But they're specifically saying, I'm just here to massage your booty. And I don't know why they're throwing feet in there, but I guess. I never saw them touch anybody's feet. I only saw the booty. And the thing is, is they they were working it, right? Like they were in there, in there. It just was too much. <laughs> it was too much. And it was being filmed. And do the were the girls okay with the filming?
0: I, they're in the videos.
1: But there's one that's from a distance, and there's one the girl it's you can't even see her face. I don't even know if she knew was she was just being recorded. Too from much our, booty. Her booty yeah, was in the air. I don't air. even know if she knew she was being recorded. That's the thing. Does this does this you know description that you gave from Expedia also say you will be subject to recording?
0: I'm th- I bet they knew.
1: If I was single, I can understand why a woman would want to go down there and get so some attention.
0: If you were single, you would go. Get I would do massage. it
1: because it's too public.
0: But okay, how about this? If you were single and no one was gonna know and it wasn't they weren't gonna maybe, see.
1: Maybe. I think about
0: it. You think about getting the booty massage.
1: I think about it. From
0: a Winston. I think about uh, it. Winston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like that shit. You like how Stella's got a groove back.
1: I did like how you, Stella's Rachel, got a groove back. I, it,
0: I'm glad that we did this because I'm glad that we now know about Because you just what expected me the, to
1: be like Full, prude, I didn't disgusted. That. I didn't I mean, I am that.
0: disgusted. It you I are disgusted. Though. You're disgusted. I didn't know. I didn't like, you know, you, but I, nobody asked you whether or not a booty massage felt good. You just, you just.
1: Well, I understand what the women are doing. I see
0: why you married a chiropractor now. Because he knows <laughs> how to. That's probably what happened in the fantasy suite. Oh my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did Brian give you a booty massage in the fantasy suite? He did not. Brian is a limestone he, expert.
1: He did not give me. That's what I gotta I'm watch that episode
0: because I'm still working my way through. I gotta watch the fantasy suite episode. I gotta see if Brian had hand cramps after. Stop. Like, it, it, uh, Where are you? No, I'm not telling you. I'm just gonna exp- Me and Donnie have a whole plan. I don't I'm just gonna like jump it. in. I don't like, like I'm watching, it. I watched a couple of this past weekend. I watched a couple. I, by the way, I it. like it. I like your season. Where are you? I'm not gonna t- I'm not telling you. I watched one on Saturday and I watched a half of one on Sunday.
1: I Okay, just tell me this. No. Other than Brian, because you know him, which and Eric, because you knew him before. It's actually which Eric. Which guy have you taken a liking to a liking to?
0: I haven't taken a liking to any of them. I think you had the worst pick of niggas. <laughs> I swear to God. I think you had the worst pick of niggas so you defend, ever. Because
1: people were really upset when I talked about some of the black men, not all of the black men. I talked about how I could tell, and I told the producers this, that several of the black men on my season don't date black women. And they thought it was the most fascinating thing ever and yeah. wanted me to explore that more. And what I was like, that's actually, no, I was like, that's actually traumatizing. Mm. That I you brought men on this season who don't date me. Wow. Anyways. Glad you're enjoying it, That's but funny. I'm surprised. You didn't take a like. I to can be you know, I
0: like The Bachelor. Okay. I do. If if you if you want to sit down and just watch, I it, I like The Bachelor. I like The Bachelor. There's nothing not to like. I don't like Soup Kitchen. It, it it turns my stomach to have to see him, but I like The, the Bachelor. It's fun. It's fun. You are yeah. so different, though.
2: Am it's, I different? It's to so you?
0: different. If we're gonna go we're gonna have a nice time and do i I'm like, that's not Rachel. That's not spiritual. That was
1: me in that world. Nah,
0: man. Nah, man. You was that's co switch. That was a code switch
1: <laughs> <laughs> that a code That's switch, First man. Baptist, Rachel.
0: Um uh, you know what was going on this weekend as well? What? Hip-hop! It started out in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hell the Burst. Hip-hop! It started out in the park, it was the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Live at Yankee Stadium, man. Everybody was out there. Run DMC, Lil Wayne, Snoop Dogg, Eve, Wiz Khalifa, Lauren Hill, Nas, Common, T.I., Lil Kim. Bunch of recap videos. Shout out to Carrie Twig and everybody that's working over there at, um, at Culture House because they had Ladies First, a story of women in hip-hop. It's a four-part docuseries. We are not getting paid to do this. We're just saying it's a big deal. Um, Queen Latifah, Rhapsody, Lado. Lotto. Lotto. Sweet, sweetie. Roxanne Chante, everybody was on it. Hip hop 50th. 50th anniversary of hip hop. 50. 50 years of hip hop. Mm-hmm. They celebrated it. You've been seeing it everywhere. It's been some controversy. Uncle Luke feels like Florida hip hop wasn't recognized. At the show? At the show. Well, it was heavily New York. It's heavily New York.
1: I mean, they really didn't have a lot of, I mean, like Snoop was the West. South was like T.I. and Lil Wayne. And if you look Lil Wayne. at
0: this, T.I. Lil Wayne. But, but, but. Common is not from New York. That's it, Chicago.
1: But a lot of it was. Which Khalifa is
0: not from New York. As a matter of fact, I of the list of artists that I ran down, the only artists that are from New York on here That's are Lil Kim, here. Run DMC, and Nas. You nine. had
1: Wu Tang. You I had. So, so Wu
0: Tang don't deserve to be there?
1: No, I understand. I mean, it started in New York, yeah. 50 years to the date they're doing it in New York. I understood there would be a big New York presence, but I also understand if you're talking 50 years of hip hop, you're talking about the evolution of hip hop and the evolution of it is throughout the country. And so I understand why uncle Luke was like, I mean, uncle Luke was huge.
0: Luther Campbell is one of the most important hip hop artists of all time.
1: See, There's no doubt about it. So I understand.
0: And I'll say it again, Luther Campbell, the two live crew, is one of the most important hip-hop groups of all time.
1: One of the first cases we study in IP law.
0: Took on the government and won. It's one of the first cases. With the What 2 Live Crew did for hip-hop, what t- 2 Live Crew did for expression in America. We talk about now these free speech absolutionists and everybody that's we're talking about rolling your sleeves up and going to war with the American government over what can and cannot be said over what is or is not decent. That is one of the biggest moments in hip hop history and a moment to me that is severely under discussed. So to not have uncle Luke, the two live crew, And really, the Miami-based movement that came out of that as a part of any discussion of the history of hip-hop is sorely lacking. Because we could talk about in songs that were important, and they have songs that are important. We could talk about movements that are important. And obviously, the whole movement of South Florida is important. But when we talk about American history, there's not too many things that have occurred in hip-hop that are as important, that are as history-making as that that protected hip-hop as much as that court decision did. Yeah. For you guys who don't know.
1: I'm telling you, it was one of the first things in law school for people who weren't even familiar with who Luther Campbell was. They were reading about that. Um, It should be known that this was just a live show that they did to kind of commemorate what's been going on all year. They've been celebrating 50 years of hip-hop this whole year. So I am. there has been a discussion at some point of Miami based music, Florida music there, but it wasn't represented at this show, which is what he was talking about. So I don't want to like discredit because they really have been celebrating hip hop all year. Yeah. At award shows, performances, documentaries. It's been a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, six okay. member jury found Campbell in a group not guilty of obscenity charges. Henry Gates testified.
2: No, there was a different case.
0: There were a couple of different cases. Um, obscenity charges they had on, but the one that went to the Supreme Court was a parody car- case. Okay. So here's the deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you talk about um, obscenity, which uh, Luther Campbell um, beat in court. You're talking about the parody case, the right to uh, to 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 express themselves in the way they did, they went all the way to the Supreme Court.
1: It was a yeah, it was a fair use case because they used the Pretty Woman song.
0: Used Pretty Woman, right? So all of that stuff are in the beginnings of hip hop. Not now when you have a bed of money to rest on. Mm-hmm. Those were true rebels, Two Live Crew, true rebels. All right, did a lot for hip hop, man. Did a lot for hip hop. Uncle Luke did a lot for hip hop, man. You know, and we talk about the South. I'm obviously from the South. Yes. Same. I don't. Same. I don't ever think that the South gets enough credit for what it's done for hip hop and the fact that it's been running hip hop for as long as it has. But I will say that what I enjoyed about the celebration um, of hip hop in its 50th birthday is the recognition of the culture. And I feel like in most cases, what we've seen is an attempt to understand just what a creation, a complex and beautiful cultural creation hip-hop is. Mm. And I've learned more about the creation of hip-hop. I've learned more about some of the pioneers. Um, I knew a a sizable amount, but I've learned more. I've learned more about uh, just how much it's meant in the lives of so many different people. And really, I've learned more about kind of where some of the pioneers are now uh, and that's not always something great to learn. A lot mm-hmm. of the people that did a lot of the heavy lifting for hip-hop early on are not in places where I feel like they should be.
1: Whose fault do you think that is?
0: Um, there's a couple of different people's faults, right? So it's not any one entity that you could blame it on. Like, you come into the NBA, and at first you're uh, working a job part-time and then playing basketball on the weekend. hmm um you're got a job during the off season if you play in the NFL. So at first the money doesn't come in, right? It's not there for you. And then after a while of doing it, it saturates, gets out into the culture at large and then just like we've seen NBA contracts go up, um we've seen rappers make more money. This is what I would say though and this is something that we should discuss when we talk about hip-hop culture. If hip-hop is a business, then the pioneers of hip-hop, we don't owe them anything. Like, we don't owe them anything. Makes sense. If hip-hop is a business. Mm -hmm. If hip-hop is a business, if rap music is a business, we don't owe the pioneers anything. But the moment that you use the term culture, shared values, Yeah. A creative ecosystem, like something that we're doing together that we've joined hands in
2: right.
0: if you define hip hop as a culture, if you're saying it is the culture it's a culture, a cultural movement, then you absolutely owe the pioneers of hip hop more than what I feel like they're getting right now interesting if it's a culture if it's if it's a a way of life. It's just something that we all share and draw life from, we put into, we pull out of. Like, when I look at my culture, I look at the elders in my culture. I look at the women in my yeah. culture. I look at the people in my culture. And the reason why you do certain things is because you feel like you owe these people because we're in it together. It's, it's fucked up to see the pioneers, some of the pioneers of hip-hop culture, not having when some of these rappers are out here making these ungodly sums of money. Well, that's what I
1: would say. I think there's a divide in what hip-hop is. I would say if you're talking culture and business, I would say the the way it was originated, the way what it represented, the the community that it was, the way that it was an identity, the way it was about expression in certain forms whether it was dance, whether it was art, whether it was theater, whether it was rapping, whether you know DJ whatever it was, it brought it gave it spoke about communities, it spoke about people, it gave a voice you know to to black people in a way that they hadn't had it before, and to do it in, in such a creative way in all forms, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily what's happening currently when you look at where, where hip-hop is today. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I would say that a lot of people look at it just as a business more than what it was rooted in when it started fifty years ago. Does that make
0: sense? It makes a ton of sense. But what I'm saying is, I always look at things from the standpoint of culture and community. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And when you're looking at, looking at them in that way, you know, I see MC Shan, Mm -hmm. who's out there and he's upset at some people, um, about, and he's an incredibly important (laughs) figure in the beginnings of hip hop. He's upset with some people about not being recognized as he should be recognized. Right. Um, but I think we got to take better care of him. I think we, I think, you know, I'm not in a position to know whether or not Shan has a point or not, but I think we gotta take better care of him. I think we gotta take take better care of Cool hurt Midley Mayo, all of these guys. We gotta take better care of Kid Capri. Guys, so that the, the term DJ, when I was first looking at the greatest DJ in the world, Kid Capri, I'm looking at all of these different people, and I wanna make sure that they good. For what these men and women, like what they built, what they contributed, they should always be good. They should always be good. You should have to pay into some kind of fund. (laughs) I'm serious. You should have to pay into some kind of fund to take care of the old rappers. You should. Like, a specific group, you should have to pay into some kind of fund when you're making all of this money. You should have to pay in some kind of fund so motherfucking Cool Herc and Melly Mel could could ride fly. They should never be fucked up. Like, the guys who started this and what this has done They should never be fucked up. And really, the people who should be doing this is the record companies. I'll tell you something right now, bro. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm being something. The record companies, we talk about what we owe to culture. My question is, are the record companies that are involved in this, are they paying their fair share back to the culture?
1: No. Haven't multiple artists had to sue these record companies for how messed up these contracts were?
0: No. Hip-hop pension. I love it. Hip hop, pension. None it. of the older rappers should be fucked up. They did too much. I'm for it. What I'm for it. All right, we got to go. Um, now, take Think Caps off, but of Chloe. A lot of people are going to be upset with you about the whole booty massage topic. Why is that? Because you and Rachel came off as judgmental towards the booty massages.
1: See, they know, they're know they used to doing that to me, Chloe. Now, now you're going to get looped in yeah. with
0: it. Yeah, you know, Welcome. Chloe and uh, Donnie and Ashley right now are in Sweden. Donnie definitely getting the booty massage. He's getting a sweet booty massage right now. <laughs> Donnie, definitely, he's
1: probably so happy he missed this topic.
0: <laughs> Donnie definitely getting the booty massage. You know,
1: one of them guys out there doing the work
0: calls himself Sweet Booty. You think so? I know so. Like Sweet Booty? Yeah, like, like Sweet Booty. You, like
1: Sweet Booty got the best hands out there. Sweet, sweet Booty.
0: <laughs> Donnie, I think Donnie definitely gets a booty massage right, from <laughs> his wife. Donnie
1: alone. Like you don't think enjoys. so? I don't think so.
0: I think so. <laughs> All right, take your think caps off. Do not stop learning. I'm Van Laten Jr.
1: I'm Rachel and Lindsay. Bye, guys.